Welcome to the Property Nomads podcast, back with a new year, 2022. Also back with Mark Champ of Wharf Financial. Mark, how are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. And for anybody who's seeing this uh, on the video link, I'm sat in my bedroom now because I've been relegated up here because our house, we, I think I mentioned on the last podcast, we, um, we bought a wreck of a house and have been doing it up for the last six months. Uh, and we've got Tyler's bricklayers, everybody you can imagine in the house. So uh, I've been relegated up here to somewhere a little bit quieter. <laughs> but any background noise, then people are going to know where that's that's come from. So happy at least days. at least the listeners all understands that I can empathise with them when they're doing projects. <laughs> uh, absolutely, can't ask for anything more than that. Uh, uh, the looks of cutting to today's episode, uh, we're going to go through a couple of. Market predictions really for this year. We said last month that we would look to do some uh, five predictions that we've got for yourselves. Uh, but before we sort of deep dive into that, Mark, I appreciate it. it might not necessarily be the best question for the start of January. Uh, any changes in the market since we spoke just before Christmas, or is it really that sort of quiet period? Um, any changes? It's a really good question, actually, because. Like you said, you wouldn't expect any changes this early on in the in the year. However, I have had more lenders call me in the first week of getting back to normal than I ever have, I think, all wanting to set their stall out for this year. Usually, we have a couple come to us and say, you know, we want to do a strategy meeting or something along those lines. And then they tell you very much they're doing the same as what they were doing last year, but just please give us more business. Um, <laughs> but we have actually had new products and a improvement in in their offering, I would say. Um, and that's been on a few um, in a few areas really. So not only have rates come down a little bit on, and uh, just off air we were talking about this, rates have come down a little bit on the. Sp- vanilla specialist area and i know that's a a bit of a contradiction but where what i mean is limited companies with small portfolios uh, or individuals with small portfolios that's what i consider as a vanilla specialist area Uh, we've seen the rates improve there we've seen the continued um uh, pushing of the environmental friendly card as well so you'll get a bit of a cheaper rate. And I, I know I've mentioned that before on uh, on your podcast, but we're seeing that pushed uh, a little bit more, which is good for the, obviously for the environment and also to keep rates down. And also another thing is the technological side of it. So lenders like Shawbrook at the end of last year really did pick up their um, technological advances and their portals improved. But then today we spoke with Land Bay, who we like a lot, they are now fully digitalized um, and they have literally everything on their their portal. So um, there's been steps in the right direction to make the whole process smoother by use of technology, which is great. Fantastic stuff. So a lot that's been happening in the background, as you say, when you wouldn't necessarily expect it to be happening. So it sounds like we're going to start 2022 with a, a bit of a bang then. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, all the lenders are are looking at things like open banking and um, how they collect the KYC. Um, Even with me, I've um, been looking at signing a mortgage deed 
And now you can go, I don't know if this is a recent thing, but you can go on uh, gov.uk and they've teamed up with a post office where they do facial recognition and you can do all your KYC on there. So it's um, it's a great way of doing it. It's just going to come in more and more and it's going to make life easier for everybody rather than going having to get your documents certified by a solicitor, them charging you, what, £25, £30 every time you want to get it done. Um you can just do it all online and it's, it's going that way. So it makes everybody's life easier, which is great. Yeah, I would say the, um, there's certain things I think that should be centralised, you know, little things like that. And then, of course, not to get into, you know, probably a different conversation anyway. There's a lot of things where actually having too much governmental control uh, on certain things and bits and bobs is probably quite detrimental. But, yeah, many people have long said property-wise that, you know, these sorts of processes should be streamlined it just makes life that bit easier mm-hmm. that being said yeah we've got some predictions to go through between us uh, so what i'll do is i'll kick off with number one so i think this year inflation is going to be at least five percent uh there's a couple of reasons why i think that's going to be the case uh, one of them is a reason uh, or prediction uh, for later on but really we're seeing a lot of pressure in and in and around the markets not just necessary in the UK globally. There's been a lot of uh, quantitative easing uh, that's happened by the Bank of England. Obviously, things like furlough and bits and bobs. We know inflation's sort of here at the moment. Uh, you know, just see that in various bills and whatnot that we've been faced with. But yeah, I do think that's going to be exacerbated this year. So I'm going to say inflation this year is going to be at least 5%. Yeah tend to, uh, to agree that it's going to be high. We've seen it um, moving up month by month. And it's it's what the government are going to do to rectify that, or if they can do anything to rectify it. Um, with interest rates being so so low and the, the economy being in a, a bit of a perilous position, um, a move either way could tip it the wrong way. Um, and it's not going to please anybody or not going to please everybody which way you go to rectify things or not rectify things. So it, it probably will happen, in my opinion. Um, but it'd be interesting to see what the response to that is. Um, so, yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I think the, the, the response part, will, uh, <laughs> we'll wait and see what happens. I'm sure we're going to have more, more of the same. Uh, but we'll find out. I, I guess to, to add to that then, for I think I've just mentioned it, but prediction number two would be that there's going to be more QE this year. Uh, now, there's reasons for that. I think there might be uh, maybe a, a new variant or variants that are discovered or there's going to be a bit more you know, pressure here and there. And I just think there's going to be so much in the government's hands or, or the Bank of England's hands that you know, my second prediction would be that there's going to be a lot more QE happening this year. And that might be for, you know, foreseen and unforeseen circumstances. Uh, again, is that something that you would likely agree on or, or do you want to challenge? It's, 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 again, it's an interesting one because QE is a unnatural stimulus for the, the economy. And they've been using QE, especially in America, for what the last however many years. I can't even remember when they started it. You know, um, it's it's been going on for a long time. And the the only response to 
difficult time seems to be QE, but and putting the the extra cash into the economy is not necessarily a good thing because it it can create its knock on problems and there's knock on effects to it. And I would I would say they're more they should be more hesitant about using it. And with this QE, it's it's designed to help people and save the economy and um, help businesses. But the whole thing about economics is you need tough times to have the good times. You can't always have good times. And it's the the natural order of things is to have peaks and troughs. There isn't just a, a plateau that just goes straight across the middle, but that's what they're trying to create. They're, they're trying to create that. Um, so it's never too really bad and it's never really good. It's always just okay. Um, and depending on, I suppose, a, a larger philosophical question about what state you are happy uh, working in, then it, it depends if they're right or wrong. Um, there's not going to be as much opportunity out there if people don't go bust. But mm. those people who go bust will be arguing they don't want that opportunity to to come around. They would prefer to stay in their businesses. But it's how you see economics and how you think that the whole world of capitalism should should work. Um, you know, QE is almost like a, I suppose it's controversial, it's a little bit of communism on a capitalist structure. Mm. Um, so it's difficult and it's a, a very wide question and it's something that you could look into for years and years and never have the right answer. Um, but they're trying their best, I think. Probably a, a fair few topics there that we could explore in a, a completely separate episode to say it's a whole different, it's a whole different ball game. Um, I think certain things there that you've just said, I would certainly agree with. I'm not sure about the listeners, but as I say, we are normally if you're in property and, and doing bits and pieces like that, you are you know normally going to be on the capitalist side. I would uh, I would imagine following those beliefs, but yeah, anyway. I think so. And you know, with the property investors, no property investor goes out there and says, I want to buy a property at market value. They all want to go out there and buy property at below market value because that's where you make your money. And you're not going to get that if you're always putting stimulus in the economy, propping everybody up. So it's the peaks and troughs are to people's advantage and to people's disadvantage. But that's nature. You know, there's weak people and there's strong people and there's, you know, circumstances when you can move quickly, there's circumstances when you can't. But it's about creating an environment for yourself and create, get, get, giving yourself the right tools to be able to act at the right moment. Mm. You know, I think it was Gary Player said that you, the, you make your own luck and the harder you train, the luckier you get. And it's the same in property. The more you work and the better position you put yourself in, the more advantageous you're going to find yourself when you're put in a position where you need to move quickly so it's about doing your homework now um it's about looking for the opportunities and when a downturn does happen then acting on it straight away couldn't agree more sounds like common sense to me getting uh prepped in uh that that being but, said oh, yeah yeah i was gonna sorry i was gonna say but a lot of people are, are too um they want instant gratification. 
Mm. And it's the same. It's again a, a wider conversation about social media that's sparked this. But people want to be liked straight away. They want to be rich straight away. They want to see their investments flourish straight away. But those people who sit on their hands and wait for the right moment, they're the ones that are the ones who really take advantage of a situation. You, you, you know, I, I, I go fishing. And you don't wait for the first little movement of the float when it is about to go down. You wait till that fish has got that hook in its mouth, and then you strike. It's it's really important that you move at the right time, and it's the same in property. I, I, I love that. I love that West analogy. There's probably like going fishing. Oh, no, fantastic. Yeah, you need the right bait. You need the right preparation. You need the right conditions. So yeah, we should call. We should change the name of this podcast to property fishing podcast or something and <laughs> get anybody else listening <laughs> property fishing podcast angling for success yes good really good they'll <laughs> yeah. be hooked we love it brilliant um, <laughs> for those halfway through just checking in we've got six property or we've got six market predictions for this year so number one we've been through is uh, at least five percent inflation and uh, number two uh, more qe uh, mark i'll just put Number three and four out there because it's probably well, something I think is, is going to happen. Number three is house prices to increase. I mean, I don't know how much as such, but you know, they're more than likely going to go up. And um, then at the, uh, the fourth one uh, would be that the Bank of England increase uh, the base rate uh, at least once, possibly twice uh, in 2022. Uh, any thoughts on those two? Yeah. Um... Firstly, on increasing prices, I read something today that said we're going to experience the highest increase in prices since 2007, so just before the credit crunch. That was something I read this morning. Um, mm-hmm. And I, before Christmas, I, I was reading about the 50-year mortgage that's going to be offered to first-time buyers. Um, there's going to be a, a reduced stress test um, for uh, property purchases as well. So you're going to be able to get extra funding potentially uh, because the rules aren't going to be as uh, harsh. Um, mm-hmm. So with first-time buyers being able to take a 50-year mortgage and people being able to afford more uh, of a loan in comparison to their wage, you're going to expect more people having the ability to buy property and when you've got a higher demand and you're still the same supply, the price is going to go up. So I would expect, like you said, that house prices will move in the right direction if you're a property owner. Um, with regards, uh, what was your second one, sorry? The, the uh, so one. number four on the list would be that the Bank of England increased the base rate at least once this yeah. year. Um, well, I, I put my money where my mouth is there, and I took out a five-year mortgage uh, just before Christmas because that's what I was expecting. Um, I remember when the pandemic started, there was a lot of commentary about when interest rates would go up. Um, and at the time, I remember reading an economist's view that nothing would happen within five years. Um, and, well, that's been proven wrong because it's already gone up. Um, but I think the sentiment is... They'll try and keep it as low as they can for as long as they can, but it's it has to move up. It just has to. 
Um, so I would expect, yeah, a small increase this year, maybe the year after, a bit of a bigger jump. Um, but you have to, have to remember, I remember when I was at the Bank of Scotland in 2008 or 2007, we used to tell our customers um, that the previous 30 years, the average base rate was 6.3%. I think those were the figures. Somebody mm. will probably uh, uh, check that out. But yeah, it, I think those were the figures. And if you think where we are now, as opposed to that 30-year average for the previous 30 years to 2008, that's a massive difference. And that was only the average. So you have to think it must go up. It must do. That's what, what I think. So I, I tend to agree with both your, your predictions. Happy days. Well, that's all I've got on my end. I think you might have touched on one or two of yours already, but what do you have from a, from a broker perspective? What predictions are you going to uh, fly into for 2022? Yeah, the, the, the first one is, um, again, in the, in the vanilla specialist area, I would say there'll be a, a, a bit of uh, a race to the bottom, like we saw in the bridging last year and the year before. I, th- I think rates have come down quite a bit in that space. So the likes of Lambay, Lend Invest, Foundation Home Loans, Precise, people like that. You, we've seen them the pricing come down, but I think it will come down a bit more. Um, I, I would say the access to this type of uh, funding um, is becoming a bit easier. Uh, for instance, Lambay will do first-time landlord HMOs. Um, which is great. Um, they also have a uh, a tracker product, um, but the, the the rates are good and they've they've stayed good for a while. And I know their the competitors are looking at each other and wanting to get market share. So I would expect rates in that vanilla specialist area to come down. Um, do you want to comment on that at all, or do you want me to go on to my next one? No, I guess I guess with that you you would have the I say insider information. Obviously, I use that term very loosely. If that's what you have seen or understand to be the case, and you think that's going to happen, I I wouldn't sit here and disagree with that. Put it that way. Okay, and my next one is bridging. I think some of the bridges are going to struggle a little bit this year. I. I have seen a lot of our business comes from people who are refurbishing properties and then moving them into a portfolio. Um, I think people were doing that, and I remember talking about this at the time, because people were a little bit worried about their salaried roles and they wanted an extra income. I don't think there's that fear out there as much as there was at the start of the pandemic. And I think a lot of people are happier in employment, knowing that the government would put in a furlough scheme now, um, mm. and they they have propped people up. They're not going to let people, you know, um, go under as easily as they they could have. So I th- I think there'll be less um, requests or um, instances where people want to diversify their income. I think it will not dry up, but I think it'll become more competitive because there'll be less demand for the products. So I would see less people getting into the bridging and the refurb, not because it's not a a good leverage transaction that will make them a good profit, 
I just think there'll be less people wanting to take the risk and feel they're a bit safer in their salaried position. Again, I think that's something I wouldn't disagree with. I think that makes it, it makes a lot of sense that people, you know, like that safety net. And as you've said, if the demand's not there, then that's going to have an adverse effect on on supply. So that could lead to challenges, if, as you said. Yeah, Mark, I'm, I'm, that's something I wouldn't disagree with. I think that is pragmatic and, and makes a hell of a lot of sense. And I think a lot of people who do go into refurbs um, are the people who watch the news and, you know, read BBC websites, read, you know, various papers. So they're, they're clued up on what's going on, but they will see that material costs have gone up mm. and the actual ability to return a profit may be a bit more difficult. So it's a little bit counterintuitive, but it's these sorts of times where the real professionals and the people who do it well make their money because there is less competition for the refurbs. So I would say, and this is probably the wrong example to give, but Donald Trump made a lot of his money by going against what everybody else was doing. At a time when people weren't buying property, he went and bought property. And it's the the same thing should be the um, the, the aim and the, the, the goal of people is, in essence, to, is to make a profit. And when other people aren't buying, that's when you should be buying, mm. not when you're, everybody's buying because you're going to have a race. And last year, there was a race with the stamp duty. There was a, there was a, or the stamp duty holiday. There was a race to buy as much property as possible. And it was really busy. But I would say, do you know what? You may actually pick up some better uh, buys because there'll be less people looking to buy at the moment and you won't have as much competition. Good advice. I think that's fantastic. There's a key lesson to take away from this episode. It would be that always be prudent, keep your eyes open and see what happens. Just to recap on the six you know, predictions that we've made then for, for this year. So inflation to be at least 5% more QE throughout the course of the year, house prices to increase. I'm, I'm going to say house prices increase by at least double digits, given everything, the craziness that's going on. So that's that. Uh, also Bank of England to increase the base rate at least once this year. And then Mark, you're saying that the sort of your vanilla sort of buy-to-let products, they're going to uh, decrease uh, in terms of uh, percentages. Uh, and also the bridging lenders might find themselves in quite a bit of trouble because of uh, uh, less demand in the market. Yes, I would tend to agree with those. Perfect. Okay, great. Well, the thing to do then is to let's see what happens <laughs> in the next 12 months. Uh, at the start of 2023, let's, or maybe at the end of, of the 2022, we can have a recap, see where we are and see if uh, we've been able to get six out of six. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good idea. I think last year I did some predictions. And what I found last year was everything happened slower than I was expecting. So they did happen, but it was slower. The The actual problems that came were a little bit um, 
were realised a little bit later on in the year than I was expecting. So I would say, um, yeah, that's something to look out for as well. Just the, the pace of the change will be slower than you expect, in my opinion. Fantastic stuff. Well, Mark, that's been wonderful. That's been insightful. We will get back uh, in in February. Uh, in February, it's going to be you know pretty cool because we're getting edging closer to property FAQs being released. So in February, we will do some uh, broker FAQs on our February chat, and that way it can give people a, even more of an insight as to uh, what lenders might require, but also what uh, you know common questions that brokers get. So we will catch up in February, and um, you know to the listeners out there, feedback is a breakfast of champions. If you need to get a hold of Mark, use the links in the show notes in order to contact War Financial and uh, for myself any podcast feedback rob at tpnpodcast.com uh, just before we go for today Mark any anything else to add at all um, trying to think no nothing at the moment from me um, we trying to think if there's anything that's that important that the listeners would like but I don't think there is I think it's I think it's been said so far fantastic stuff well in that case catch you in February <laughs>